Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Punk Radio and Philly Size, sitting to my right is the King and Denver Dave and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hello boys. Hello. Good evening. How you doing? Hey. Hey, it's a full house. <laughs> Hola Dave, you're back from Cuba. I am, I am. Tired, Looking but... suitably bronzed. <laughs> In order, yeah, I'll show you my white bits later on. Oh wow! And uh, King, you've just been to Amsterdam for the weekend, so I have, uh, yeah. suitably calm and uh, and yeah. ready to go. Super chill, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How is Dan, by the way? Is it? It's right? good, man. Really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's a, one of the most beautiful and seedy places all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's depending on what street you go down. Yeah, a lot of museums, a lot of lot of culture. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, so yeah, boys, we're here to discuss the NFL and. Um, before we go through, we're going to do the AFC, obviously, this week. Last week, uh, Punk and I held it down doing the NFC review. This week, we're going to do the AFC. We'll have a, a guest on to talk about his favourite team that just keeps winning Super Bowls at some point. Um, before we do that, just want to broach the news on everyone's favourite quarterback, who's not actually a quarterback anymore. Colin Kaepernick uh, received a, a large amount of money, we're guessing, for a, a non-disclosure agreement um, over the collusion case with the NFL. Any thoughts about what happens next with, with old Colin? Well, his agent was on CNN um, last week. I don't know if it was broadcast here. I'm assuming it was, but because mm-hmm. I was over there, it was as well. Um, and he was saying Just that bragging. he's... No, no, no. no. <laughs> he was saying that he expects him to be picked up by either the Panthers um, or the Patriots in the next couple of weeks, which would be interesting. They did say those two teams were interested in... Kaepernick. Well, his his no, he's his lawyer, not his agent. His lawyer said he he expects that one of those two one of those two teams and someone else will pick him up. He said that he think he mm. his bet or something. Surprised Castro allows CNN in Cuba. To be honest. <laughs> he might as well though. He might as well not. Dead. Well, I suppose it's a paycheck, it's but there's no point in being the backup for Newton or Brady because. Neither well, of them get injured. Well, well, well the, is, yeah, the issue is for one season. Yeah, because Cam's not going to play. They're talking next about sitting Cam for the next season. Yeah, but that why? makes sense. That makes sense. His shoulder's dead. Oh, I should. Know yeah, that. so so there there was a rumor that the Panthers were thinking about holding Cam out for the full season so he could get proper shoulder surgery and bring it back, kind of a la Andrew Luck, rather than what they've been doing, which has been a bit of a kind of patch it up and hopefully we'll get through. So from that point of view, yeah would make sense to have him on a one-year deal. Um, whether Cap wants to be on a one-year deal, I'm not sure. Well, they've got Eric Reid there as well. So they did pick up one of the two of, in the collusion case. So it does also make sense from that point of view. Yeah, I think they... they, they I'd quite like to see him at the Patriots because I, I think they'll make him play special Don't. teams. No, no. <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, can you imagine him on the punt return being like, why did I come back? <laughs> why have I been complaining about this? You're going to Tebow him, aren't they? I, I, I think it makes sense, though, more for the Panthers because it almost feels a bit like a seamless transition for that one season as well. Quite mm. similar style quarterbacks. Maybe. Similar-ish. Hmm. You mean they can run? Yeah. <laughs> Granted, he doesn't throw the ball quite as fast. Oh, no, they both have fastballs. Kaepernick's all he's got in the locker is a fastball as well. So Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I think that's interesting that you all think that he's more likely to play now in the NFL rather than this was a kind of golden handshake to please I, don't say anything and, and I don't, don't come back. I'm just saying what his lawyer said. Well, I don't, okay, so, yeah. I don't think he'll get anywhere near the NFL. Maybe if Newton's out. So I guess, you, like Simon said, you won't have to you won't have to change the whole offence. Mm-hmm. Um, there are parts that he'll be used to. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. But other than that, no, I don't see him. Because I'm guessing that's 
triple figures in millions that they're looking at there because you're looking at lost earnings for a couple of years you're looking no, at no it was um, from what his lawyer said it was anywhere between 16 and 80 but they're not allowed to say exactly what it was <laughs> That that's literally what they said on the news so it's anywhere pick, pick your region yeah, well, that's what I tell my missus I've slept with between 10 and 1000 <laughs> men <laughs> doesn't matter yeah whatever yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> either way okay I think it's just really, really interesting I, I still have no idea where that leaves Kaepernick in terms of coming back into the league or not I still think it's unlikely that they're, mm. someone will pick him up but if anyone's going to do it I think you're right it'll probably be the Carolina I think for him though like I, I get the points people make about his record and him getting to championship games and all that sort of stuff but mm-hmm. he wasn't the same players, player when teams found out what he was capable of he was incredibly successful early on because actually at Nevada no one knew he really had wheels yeah he he's always had a cannon for arm he was drafted into the uh, Major League Baseball mm-hmm so we knew he's gonna have a strong arm, but I think once once he got found out, he was you know you put as long as you've got either a safety now what we saw with the charges in the playoff or an athletic linebacker to spy him, he's not the same you know he's not as as, as dangerous as he was when he first came into the league. So actually, I think I don't just think this the issues he's had about not playing are around all the off the field stuff. Well, well no one's saying he's a top ten <clears throat> or maybe even top twenty no, quarterback, no. but is he in the top ninety quarterback? Absolutely, no one can say that he's not better than some of the dross that's had to be yeah. trotted out there. Yeah, but if you're not string. if you're not top twenty, then a lot of the times it's not worth the hassle. I, I think Tim Tebow probably be in the top ninety quarterbacks now, mm. and he's not in the league because of all the headache. You know how polarizing he was as a as an athlete. So yeah, there's um, you know, he's not the only one this has happened to. Anything else you want to say on that one, Punk or Sorry, you're looking. No, just shake it. Yeah, shake no, your head in a podcast. No, That's it, really helpful. Well, it, it works in a in a in a in a um, audio medium. Thank you very so, much. You know. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do then, guys, for those that didn't know, is that last week we had a strict time limit. This week will be no different, except because there are more of us, we're going to have longer than just the two minutes that Punk and I had to deal with. I think it's more fun if we just keep it at two minutes and everyone's got to talk gonna, really quickly. We'll be talking over each other. It's going to be a nightmare. So. I want to do, let's go actually for four minutes ago, right? And then we'll see how it works. You've got to be very strict on this, boys, all right? So when you see it go, when you hear the buzzer, it's, we've got to move on. And we're going to start, where should we start? Which division in the AFC? Any preference? Well, should we start at the top and work our way down? Start at the north. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll start in the north. The, the foreplay of NFL podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, King, for making the AFC decision. North, eh? AFC North. And we start, of course, with the team that unfortunately won that division, and that was the Baltimore Ravens. The clock has started. They finished 10-6. and six. Uh, they, uh, Last year, they were 9-7, and seven, so it was an improvement there. Also, they didn't get to the playoffs last year after that last-minute Division champions. to the Bengals. Very good defense. Mm. Yes, they improved Questionable on defense. Questionable quarterback play from two quarterbacks throughout the season. <laughs> One yes. of which has now moved on. Yeah, we'll talk about him later. But the the one that the heir apparent was Lamar Jackson, obviously, came in and they got a lot of wins on gadget plays and running back. I don't know. You, you tell me. I mean, you know, it worked for a while, but... Uh, the running back Hydra. Yeah. It's, it's sad to see when a quarterback who's won a Super Bowl gets to a point where a quarterback who only makes five throwing attempts a game mm. is is better than him <laughs> yeah. so we'll see what happens he might be better at his next team so. who knows you never know in that thin air 
he might be able to throw it even further. We're not talking about him yet. Yeah. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson. Well, I mean, Lamar Jackson, to me, he's a project. He's he's not a proven NFL quarterback. He's not going to be a proven NFL quarterback in my eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, you might as well put Colin Kaepernick in there. But, <laughs> yeah, that defense is a legit playoff defense. Yeah, I think that's the thing now. When you look at the Ravens going forward, they're reliant on their defense now, really, aren't they? I mean, I, I don't see Jackson being elite level. <clears throat> even even with more time in the team, so I think that they're just going to be heavily reliant on defense with a bit of, you know, offense thrown in every now and then. I like his um, yeah. I think their defense is stacked, so I think you know, I, and I think that's the that's Baltimore football. I don't think actually anyone in that area is going to be annoyed that they're no. playing defense and they're going to run the ball. Um, you know, so I think from that perspective, it's I quite like the fact that they've gone back to their roots. But mm-hmm. I think from from Jackson's perspective, I love his mentality in the draft and stuff. We talked about it. Him yeah. saying, "Right, I, I'm not going to talk about the teams that have, have have missed on me or or have not taken me. I'm I'm a Raven, and they're going to see a Super Bowl out of me, kind of thing." <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, from him, you know, it wasn't it it that he honestly believes it. He's not being brash. He's not in your face. He's not doing Cam Newton not celebrations. Not sulking like no. certain players that were taken at ten. No, and I think that he's. Um, I think as well, it's frustrating that his throwing motion is so erratic. Um, because actually, I feel like he's got that something that he played. You know, in the fourth quarter, he wants the ball in his hand. He wants. He's not afraid to shy away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just disappointing. That actually, I think that unless he can sort out his fundamentals, I, I think he's always going to be. Um, no, someone who can, who's, who's in danger of being picked off. I think they definitely didn't trust him, didn't they, going into the season? And they used him sparingly, but they haven't opened up a playbook I, for him. I think they got forced to use him, more or less. But what you saw is you saw a defensive line that was creating holes big enough to drive a truck through, yeah. as well as them playing Mark Andrews and Hayden Hurst, who were two blocking and receiving tight ends, who were also acting almost as linemen. And effectively what you saw is an entire forward line of about five, six people blocking and mm-hmm. him being able to run through it. Now, teams are seeing that and it will be interesting next season to see how uh, how how teams approach them because you're going to approach them completely differently to how you were this season, if that makes sense. As we saw, the Chargers when, shut them down in the playoffs. Yes, I mean. and when the Broncos played them, we looked, we looked completely flummoxed by it because it was something we hadn't seen previously. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how teams approach it next season. If you're saying that he was sort of forced into that and it doesn't sound particular, you know, you feel like it's he's going to get found out. Like, what are your thoughts on? No, I'm not saying he'll be found out. I'm saying it'll be interesting to see how it how it happens next season, how teams approach it. I'm not saying he will be. I think a guy with that speed and the ability to go from naught to a hundred in a second and that offensive line blocking for him, it, it'll be interesting. If you're a wide receiver in Baltimore, well. you want out. Yes, hundred percent agree. And there it is. There it is. We're out of time. For the Ravens, we're moving on to the team that finished second. That was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Are we sure? Yep. Nine six second? and one. Did you finish that? I thought you finished third. Did nine six and one a sixty-eight uh, point plus differential. Uh, last year, obviously thirteen and three. We scored more but conceded more this season. Uh, lost more. Lost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah lost yeah, a couple no, they, more. They did do that. Yeah. yeah. Lost a couple more. Lost the but Raiders and the Broncos. ESPN, Roethlisberger did finish with the fourth highest QBR of all QBs. Uh, Seventy-one point seven joint with Andrew Luck. He's already falling off the cliff. Yeah, he's added about two stone. He has he not can't added move. two stone. He's in, uh, he's he's done, mate. You need to be looking at, at getting yourself a new quarterback in there. Hey, this is going to need a wide this receiver. This is coming from a guy who supports the team who's just signed Joe Flacco. Your yeah. team's in trouble. <laughs> you need you, you you need a wide receiver. 
You're all right running what? back. I think, receiver. I think Blake Bortles is on the market. I think he's Juju. Yeah. Juju. Yeah. He's your number one now. Yeah, we had the most yards last season, 1,000. Well, that's because your other yards. wide receiver was throwing hissy fits in the changing room. Uh, and yeah, he's, but he's still he's, got over 1,000 yards. And, and he's double covered. And, <laughs> and he's permanently <laughs> double covered. But. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Smith Schuster does next season yeah, when he hasn't got when know, he's got the double cover. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Impressive. That is the one yeah, sort of shining light from your team. What's I know um, No, thirteen sacks as well this season. Mm. Finally got some. James Conner, I think, it was a big plus for your team as Absolutely. well. Because I mean Le'Veon Bell going missing. Um I'm still not sure where he is. <laughs> um but him going missing and having someone who could step straight in probably shared a lot of your blushes and yeah, it would have been interesting to see what had happened if Connor didn't come in as seamlessly as he did. Mm. I think it helps your offensive line. I think you know yeah, Con- Connor's there. without being funny, like he had a great year, but he's not Le'Veon Bell. Um no. you know, and he, he doesn't create his opportunities like Le'Veon creates his own. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like you know, we've we've talked about this before, Jim, where it's De Castro is the best pulling guard when it comes to running the ball. Yeah, um, that helps the run. That helps the running back. Yeah, is he from Cuba. Um, no, <laughs> no. But he, uh, <laughs> he's he's not. No, no. Stanford, right. I think. Um, they, um, yeah. So I think that they that certainly helped him. I like the fact that he's from there as well. You know, like being yeah, drafted from Pittsburgh. From, yeah. from Pittsburgh. It's that that helps. That your, helps. But. Your your team last season for me it was actually quite simple you played up to the good teams and played down to the bad teams absolutely so if you look at your losses you've got the Raiders on there the Broncos on there you know teams that let's be honest last season you should have been beating I think the the difference for me was when you look at the Steelers in previous years no matter what game they've been playing in you've always thought they can win this no matter what the score is they can win this Mm -hmm. and there's a fairly good chance they're not going to get beaten because they look solid. Whereas every time we watched them last season, you were like, they could get done here. Every single game they were playing. I think the first game you played against the Browns and the tie. Yeah, yeah, you got a draw. I mean, in that game, you, the Browns led for the majority of the game, and I think it was only Zane Gonzalez missing that actually got you. Well, a draw we in the we first missed place. a field goal in overtime as well. Then they missed one that was even closer. So you were both as bad as each other. We were okay. both terrible. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go on. Oh, as a fan, I was going to say we're, we're getting near the end of the clock. As a fan, what do you think the problems are, and and what would you do to address them? Well, clearly there was a bit of <laughs> a problem in the locker room there. So I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. It's safe to say that. Uh, well, no, do I'm you? Already got tired of, I'm already tired of Antonio Brown uh, and his antics, so someone else can deal with that. Um, not too bothered. Obviously, James Washington's the next man up, so be interesting to see how he gets on. He's had a full season. Is uh, it, give him some more reps. Is it not from a, from a team that, that uh, history states you've had loyalty within your organisation? Mm-hmm. Is it not worrying for you as a fan that your two most high profile players now both want out within a year of each other? Is that not. Yes, that, it is. Yeah. Last word for you, Sai. Rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, it's them Cleveland Browns. Who the thunk it, boys? Last year's 0-16. This year, they finished 7-8-1. and 1. I thunked it. I thunked well, it at you, the start you did, of the season. No, you said you owe, you over eight wins, didn't you? I said they'd get eight wins. You owe me a seven, pound. 7-1 seven and one is close enough. Yeah, we had... Not enough for the bookie. <laughs> I'm not a bookie. We're not having, not having it. I think I said seven wins. <laughs> I, think, I, actually, I think you did. Uh, we had a bet. You said that they'd win eight games and we had a pound on it. You owe me a pound. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Break the bank. D- no, Browns Browns were superb. Um, mm. Once they got rid of their useless coach, I thought they... Useless, you mean? Useless. Boom! Once useless <laughs> had disappeared, um, they really did kind of step up and 
you know, Baker Mayfield looks like what he should be, which is an the number one overall pick. Number yeah. one overall pick. I, I was going to say, looking at the Browns, they've improved on every single aspect of their game. Yeah. Defensively, Denzel yeah. Ward looks superb, and everyone yeah. around him's playing great. Yeah. Nick Chubb, that's Nick, by the way, <laughs> Chubb, not Bradley, not Bradley. Yeah, you know Nick Chubb's looking amazing as a running back I mean every time he gets the ball he's getting five six yards well, every single time well let's mention they've just picked up this week Kareem Hunt oh, there's yeah. another running back there um, just to break down his base salary 645,000 we're reckoning for, for next year there's signing bonuses and playing bonuses and things like that on there is that league minimum uh, it's close it's got to be close, close to it I think 6 650 the max he can get would six? be 1.1 million but because obviously he's not going to play every game next season he's not going to get anywhere near that so what but where did he finish in rushing the year before last uh, he was first he was first in rushing yes. how much are they paying him if, he, if even if he wins <laughs> gets everything if even if he played every game, which is not going to, is one point one million. Right for the lead rusher. Yeah, we, who, this who's is not this, Demarco Murray. This is yeah. the conversation we had last week when yeah. this broke. Yeah. Um, was this exact conversation, and their backfield is now just ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm not happy about this. <laughs> I bet. I mean, I the am. Browns. We, we, they win the division. This, but we yeah. saw this coming, didn't we? All of us yeah. saw this coming when they started picking up the free agents. When they started picking up Landry and, and know, putting a few weapons on the offense, then they really, you know, we all thought they were going to take a big leap mm. forward this year. Now, all right, they had to get rid of, of Houseless to do it, but yeah, yeah, it's it's when they drafted as well. So yeah, they, they, exactly. they obviously committed to the free agents they were going to actually take these picks because they were accruing them and trading and stuff yeah, over yeah. two or three seasons and, and the last two years what was it five first round picks in, t- in the yeah, last yeah. two seasons yeah. unbelievable as well and Joku's he, he showed real promise in the first season not so great but then with Baker Mayfield suddenly started they playing really well don't they? yeah absolutely and, and obviously like you say the free agents bringing someone like Landry and who holds people accountable in the organisation yeah. they needed those leaders along with the young players they've drafted and and I really feel, like the balance, and of course, Baker now has got his um, Freddie Kitchens as Freddie Kitchens coach, is yeah. his head coach. They so out Greg Williams as well. Know. He's balling out. He's he's just so accurate. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's just, good. He's, but he had that in college. We saw that when we were mm. looking at them going into the draft. Mm. We we knew that Baker was the most accurate of the quarterbacks mm. there. It the only thing, the only knock on him was apart from the maybe attitude on the sidelines mm. and the police video was his size because he wasn't six foot four. Yeah, he's five yeah. eleven and three quarters. But almost six foot, isn't he? He's yeah. scraping it, but... Yeah, I, th- yeah. I, th- I think they've got a lot of good places, um, pieces in place at the Browns, and they've, they've done it over a number of years, and actually it's worked out in the end, or seems to have worked out in the end for them. And yeah. I agree with the guys. I, th- I think they'll um, top the division next year. Well, they yeah. went from a, a minus 176 point differential last year to just minus 33 this year, mm. which, you know, in any books, that is a huge turnaround <laughs> there. So, I think Garrett, I'm worried about the Cleveland Browns. I think Garrett gets 15 sacks as well this year. Yeah, I think you're not far off. On to the last team then in the AFC North. That is the Cincinnati Bengals. They finished 6-10. and 10, Bottom, finally fired Marvin Lewis after two million years as the head coach there. <laughs> um they hired Zach Taylor, who was the Rams QB coach. So congratulations, you knew Sean McVay. Uh, the new O-line coach is Jim Turner, who's returning to the league for the first time since the Miami bullying scandal in 2014. It's nice to know that Cincinnati are cleaning up their act. With Absolutely. <laughs> you, know. uh, you, you should be thankful for the Bengals, though, really. Oh, I am. Because, you know, it's looking a bit rough for the Steelers next year. <laughs> well, so. I always heard the AFC North was an easy division. <laughs> it's not now. 
Sorry? for some teams it is easy. It's just, <laughs> just not you. Um, Zach Taylor interviewed for the Broncos job. Did he? Um, yep. You didn't want and him then? No, we, we went elsewhere. Yeah, and, Banjo, yeah. yeah. and um, by all accounts, he interviewed really, really well. And we offered him the OC role, um, which he turned down because he was confident he could, as a young man, he was confident he could get a head coach job elsewhere, which, which he kind of like. Um, he's had one or two good seasons. I think it's one season in the NFL couple in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's gone straight in a head coaching role. So, yeah, interesting to see. Interesting to see that he probably should be the guy that you should have gone for. Yeah. I'd like to see him work with Joe Flacco as well. <laughs> I should we should we have gone for him having one year experience? Anyway, we're, we're no, going off to an offensive something. angle, I meant. But. Oh, yeah, you went for a defensive. Cagniarello from um, 49 well, we're talking about the Bengals now, not Broncos. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> That's Bengals, how non-descript the Bengals are. It's been another are, year you mean, now they've had Andy Dalton just not really doing anything. AJ Green starting to show a few aches and pains and wear and tear and mm-hmm. starting to miss a few more games there were, there were a couple well. there were a couple of times in red zone where he missed doozies that were almost at his chest and he just sort of bounced off his hands yeah. which you don't normally see I think he um, does that sometimes. Dal- Dalton Dalton's kind of the epitome of your average quarterback he really well, he is was. He's I just, think he slipped hasn't he maybe who knows you're the <laughs> well, stats man you. <laughs> I think I but, think he's he normally has what four or five games to start the season where he plays brilliantly, yeah, and then plateaus. Exactly, I you'll, think he you'll plateaued get, after the first quarter of the season. You'll always get, you know, four or five games of three hundred yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Then you'll get two or three where it's just the complete opposite, and it's one hundred and twenty yards, four interceptions, and no touchdowns. You know, and then he, but he, he's just not exciting. He's just not interesting. And you know he's, they they've got Alex a few Smith pieces running backs you know they're all right the D's not terrible but they're, it's not great very, very slow in defense they're just they're just very average everywhere really yeah, Mixon show flashes this year um, which is you know which is good Gio for, Bernard is still good for them. gets yards every so right. often but but he was I, I, I mean they, they were saying when he gets over twenty touches or something they're they're like undefeated. Yeah, because yeah, he only gets yards. 20 touches like once a season. Yeah, maybe, well, I suppose but... it's probably fourth quarter stuff. But yeah, Mixon exactly. looked good. Atkins is, is an animal up front. But yeah, I think, I think you're it's right. They're lacking, they're lacking pace defensively. It has to be. has to be a rebuild oh, yeah. this year coming up. Maybe it's something about the orange kits. They just teams need to like really <laughs> sort themselves <laughs> out. And, yeah, Easy now. <clears throat> also, you've got quite a few free agents coming up on that on that squad. So Tyler Eifert, who suffered a horrific leg injury uh, during the season, he's out of contract. Uh, Preston Brown, Vincent Ray, um, Tyler Croft, CJ Uzama. They're, they're people that have been around for a while now in that Bengals team. So there's going to be a bit of a clear out, I'm guessing, uh, with the Bengals. Eight seconds. Anything else you want to say on the Bengals? Is Vontos perfect suspended next season? <laughs> he yeah. should be. Not yet, but he will be. <laughs> right. I don't know why everyone hates him so much. <laughs> don't hate him, yet. just, you know. I think we're going to go to the South now. I think we're going to the South. And we're going to start then with the Houston Texans. They finished 11-5. and five, So went from worst to first in the division. Uh, the year before they were 4-12. and 12, um, Had a minus 98 point differential. Uh, this year they started with a, finished with a plus eighty six. Um, also started the year zero and four. They then won eight straight games against a relatively easy schedule to secure the top spot. Um, and they haven't re-signed Demarius Thomas. 
Yeah, no part shot of that is, there. Well, part no of that is there. the fact he's now 31. Didn't look great for the Broncos or the Texans and got an Achilles injury in week 16. Mm, yeah, 23 catches for 275 yards and two touchdowns. But he got an Achilles injury in week 16. He did, yeah. Yes, and anyone who watches him can tell you he's not looked explosive. He hasn't got that yard of pace anymore, so... It did look solid. He looked, I mean, they, he only, they only silly. spent a fourth round pick on him yeah. um, and they haven't got to pay a big contract next season, which he was almost guaranteed. I think it was a seven, year, seven million pound payoff for a 31-year-old wide receiver. and It's not really a big deal. I think I think the Texans and they're kind of missing well. their window a little bit. That defense isn't going to stick around forever. No, well, Clowney's a free that's, agent. That's it. Clowney's a free agent, and they'll tag yeah, him this yeah, season. But, they will tag him. But you've got what that's now starting, and again, you know, the injuries are starting to catch up a little bit. He's slowing down just a touch. He's not playing every down like it's the last down ever to be played in the NFL. Yeah. Um, he's um, he's still, I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong, he's still massively an elite player and he will fire yeah. up that locker room that like yeah, there's yeah. no tomorrow. But, but he's but, not in the conversation with Aaron Donald. Is, uh, no, it, yeah, no, he's yeah, no I, longer in that no. McDonald's he's, conversation no, he's, he's at in, all. He's in the second level though. So, oh, he, the, Ma, he's still in yeah, the top yeah, level. Yeah. He's still in the top level. He's just not Donald yeah, and Mac. The top it's, level's only two. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's in but, the second level of... Um, Miller of both sides in that oh yeah no absolutely he's still in there but it it feels to me like the Texans are going to waste this defence if they're not careful Deshaun Watson I don't know I, I'm still not sold one way or the other for, for me with Watson I think that they need to figure out how to like, fly by the seat of his pants so a lot of kind of off the cuff plays and they look great but I think they need to get him a bit more composed in the pocket and a bit more of that into his game Am, am I right in saying though he was the most sacked quarterback last season? I think it was considerably he was most sacked as well The O-line hasn't been great Yeah, they, Every time you saw him he was getting dumped on his about that O-line. Yeah and they obviously traded their left tackle but I think I, mean, I think Simon's touched on it as well he, he, he creates his own problems Yeah, um, no he does I mean he can run into them but and Just to echo your point Punk if that's alright is is, is this window's closing and partly I feel bad for them because a lot of it last two what two or three seasons it's been to do with injuries yeah they can't have they they trade for Thomas they make and they don't need him to be the explosive guy he was three or four years ago because he's playing opposite Hopkins yeah they need him to be safe pair of hands move the chains with Fuller gone and Fuller's injured two yeah, seasons again. in a row he's had an, yeah. he's had an injury yeah if they're clowning out for what the first two seasons where when they drafted him first overall What's been yeah. out? What two or three years now? Yeah, exactly. You know, their win the window's closing. It's not and, through and, and bad you coaching. Look, I feel bad for Bill O'Brien. They've mm. still got pieces there that they can definitely build on, but they need to start doing it quick. Yeah, and and you know, yes, they've been unlucky with injuries, but mm. end of the day, quarterbacks got to be getting it done. You know, like you said, you've you've got DeAndre Hopkins in there, who is mm. you know top five wide receiver in the league, no question, hundred percent. Um, yeah. They could do with a little bit more help at running back at times, I think, so that you know you give Watson time to move in. Miller's fine; he's serviceable. He's never going to be uh, an elite running back. And with that, you've just wasted all the time there, punk. I mean, sorry, you know, you've you've said, you've given us a lot of information. Well, no, no, you have another thirty seconds. What <laughs> what what marvelous insights Some into the Houston point. Texans can we do? We have. Well, well I, I don't I like think th- that Le'Veon Bell should go there. I do. I don't got like seventy-five f- million in cap space. I don't like the fact they let go of like a boy and people like that when they had them on staff. And actually, he yeah. was kind of unsung. I know he got paid quite highly with with the Jags, but 
he was there. He was in their locker room. They could have kept him. And that's, you know, having a real elite corner like that does make a huge difference, especially mm-hmm. in playoff time. Yeah. Uh, we will now reset the clock uh, and go to the Indianapolis Colts, who finished second in the AFC South, 10 and 6. They got through to the wildcard um, game and then they beat the Texans in the wildcard game, then got bossed by the Chiefs in the divisional. Um, started the season 1-5 and five, then won 9 out of the final 10 games including sweeping the Titans to get the wildcard spot um, Darius Leonard got defensive rookie of the year a most tackles in the league as well I they, also, they also went from being one of the most sacked teams to one of the least sacked teams which most is why we saw the Mr Nelson <laughs> yeah have you seen him mic'd up Leonard as well yes he's a leader yeah first day, day one leader it's um, not only winning the award which he deserved but actually, from their organisation, it's bigger than him. It's bigger than just those tackles mm-hmm. that he's making. And what's interesting? Didn't they get? They got both of them by trading down. Um, yeah. With the Jets, the Jets could pick up Donald, mm-hmm. and they've essentially picked up two players that can change their entire, you know, their entire organisation. Looks like it, doesn't it? But they're like a fine wine. They started okay. Started basically like vinegar. And got steadily and consistently better all the way through. We well, got to remember season. Luck was coming off two years of yeah, yeah, injury yeah. hell, so it was always going to take well, him was, two or three games to get going. The amount of speculation that was always go always there throughout the season because there was one point I think they bought on the backup quarterback was it Brissett? They bought Brissett in to throw a hail mary. Yeah, and everyone was going, "Oh, is his arm? Yeah. Is his arm dodgy?" And then I think the next game he threw a seventy-five yarder, and immediately everyone just went, "Okay, it's fine. <laughs> there's no, there's no issue." But Andrew Luck looked like Andrew Luck again. That's the main. Yeah, the, the, he also the, looks like Fry Tuck, but <laughs> well, we can't all be as pretty as you. <laughs> uh, they'll be set to do pretty well next year as well. I think they need a they need probably another wide receiver in there to help Ty Hilton out. Um, but the O line is solid. I mean, we said it a lot around playoff time. That that O line's great. Luck looks back to near his best. So yeah, just a bit of help out wide. I think I think they'll be a threat next year. And where did Marlon Mack come from? Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think I think tinkering is the name of the game for the Colts now. It's it's putting those 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 extra pieces together that make you a proper solid playoff football team. Um, the basics are all there. They're a good age. They haven't particularly got anyone that's that's masses of cap room old. as well. Loads over a hundred million. Masses They've got the most cap, cap room of any team yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. They they can pretty much take their pick of who they the want to go they, after. They can just go after weapons. I mean, they've got the basis of yeah. an amazing team. They can just literally go. They can go and get Antonio Brown if they can they put could. up with the hassle. They could they, they could, could go, go get, get Brown and Clowney exactly and I just mean, shore everything <laughs> up. Yeah. I think I think it comes down to like we saw what won the Super Bowl this year. It comes down to matchups, and I think they do need those weapons. I think Mac Mac is an X factor, but when it when it came down to crunch time, the Patriots won because they threw to Edelman and Gronk. That's mm-hmm. it. No one else. It didn't matter who they they you, they could have just had eight people blocking Brady, and they'd have thrown it thrown it to one of those two people. Yeah. And I think Luck's in Luck's up there with with the best guys. So I absolutely think he needs that now. He's getting he's, that protection, which is great because they've been they needed to invest in that line. Yeah. Crying out for it for years, but I think now's the time if they're going to push. That's what they need. They need people that are going to make a difference. Ebron was a great addition. Well, I was going to say you just he's, stole it. Yeah. Sorry, hey, Eric. No, it's okay because it's you, you're right. Eric Ebron was a big difference maker. <clears throat> you need a, a solid tight end, and yeah. he was a forgotten man at the Lions. He 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 got a case of the dropsies and yeah. was basically run out of town. Yeah, so for him to actually come in and build that relationship with Luck, where he is now, pretty much their red zone guy. Yeah. And they knew he was a guy. You know, he was the guy coming into the league. He was a top ten pick. 
or top 15 at least definitely yeah, yeah it's top a, 15 a tight yeah. end so um, I'm glad he's having success actually because you know he, he did have issues with dropping the ball but he seems to be focused so got a pro bowl appearance looking forward to the Colts next season I'm looking forward to free agency with the Colts this season that's what's exciting me third team in the division is the Tennessee Titans uh, they finished 9-7 and seven. they took it down to the final game of the season uh, but of course lost to the Colts which means they didn't get through the playoffs like they did last season uh, last year they were nine and seven as well, uh, five and one in division. This year they were three and three in division, so a bit of a, a climb down for the Titans. Um, Dean Pease is returning as defensive coordinator, which is going to be important for them. Uh, and Jonathan Cyprian is now healthy after a year out with injury. Uh, the slight improvement for Corey Davis and Derek Henry was more consistently called on to carry the rock, but it's another season where we've looked at Marcus Mariota and they haven't really moved forwards Mario is in is in the same category as Matt Stafford you kind of sit there going okay now do something be the game changer that you're supposed to be is not he's not the he's not the guy who's carrying that that team forward um and it's exactly the same with Stafford in Detroit I think in, injuries are a big thing for him as well he, he's yeah. had a couple of injuries the last couple of seasons which is kind of he gets going and then stops also Walker the mm. Walker injury yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's helped him yeah yeah, I agree. I I I don't like the there's there seems to be confusion within the organisation. We're fans because we've had support from them, and, and yeah, you know, we always hope they do well. But I don't like the indecision they've got. You know, you you take Derek Henry, he has success as a rookie, but you stick with Demarco Murray. Yeah, you then say you're going with Henry, don't use Henry, and then the last four games of the season he rushed for 150 yards a game. Why? Why is there I'm, so much indecision I, within that organisation? I don't understand it. I, I don't understand the Titans full stop. I don't know what they're trying to be. I don't see what their plan is. I are they a running team? Well this, this is the funny thing. I was watching I, I was watching a lot of Henry earlier in the season because I had him in my fantasy team and he was doing all the dirty yards. He was doing the first and second yeah. downs getting hit by five different guys and then all of a sudden he had that one game where he scored 55 fantasy points and got four <laughs> touchdowns and um, some people left him on their bench. Um, it was... He, 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 when you unleashed him, he looked like a different animal. But in the yeah. beginning of the season, they were saying, he's not our, he's, you know, he's our guy, but then he they were just giving him first downs. He was getting hit. It just didn't make any sense. I, I, I just don't think they actually have an identity on offense at all. No. I think they've got a reasonably good defense. I think their defense is okay. And, you know... I think they're a decent team. I don't think they're a bad team. I, I, I just think, to me, they're a late 80s team. They are a run first, and that's not going to work in, in yeah. this league. You know, They're not getting blown out in games. They're always going to be there or thereabouts, but they're just getting outscored. But I don't, mm. mind, I don't mind them being an old-school team. We, we talked about the Ravens earlier. I don't mind them being a run no, first no, team. But, but you but, need something different to change it up as well. Yeah, yeah. But, so, you know, whether that's an explosive receiver mm. or... or you know, a triple-headed Hydra running system, yeah. in, whatever in, it is. In my opinion, they've got, if not the best, the definitely top three left back, uh, left tackle in the team. You've got a running back in Henry who is shouldn't really be stopped, frankly. Like actually, when he got going and they actually gave him the ball and thought about creating place for him, he had success. Same as Chubb, but with with the Browns. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that they just they need to find an identity. I completely agree, and they're just a team that's average at. Uh, well, they're very good at every position. They don't have a standout. Are they in danger of getting chargeritis, where they finish nine and seven or seven and nine every season and don't yeah. get that high draft pick, which takes yeah. them off the next day? They are absolutely in danger of becoming that. Yeah, I agree. 
But I think, yeah, I just think in, internally there needs to be a culture shift. They need to decide where they're going, what they're doing. And um, your, your standout player can't be a 34-year-old Titan. <laughs> <laughs> and the final team in the AFC South, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, obviously, for someone to go from last to first, someone's got to go from first to last in this division by the looks of it. Uh, after a 3-1 and start to the season, which included an away win at the Giants and a home win at the Patriots, the Jags imploded and lost the next seven straight. They finally managed to win a 6-0 thriller against the Colts and a Week 16 <laughs> win at the Dolphins. Um, Doug Marone has kept his job as the head coach when so many others have been let go. Uh, what do we think about the Jags and what the hell happened to them this season so that didn't la- happen the season last before? Last week, um, Punk said that you thought the Vikings were the most disappointing team or the team <laughs> that... I, dis- I, th- yeah. I think the team... Yeah, the team that I thought would Jags. do the most yes. that didn't. No, you see, see, I didn't think that about the Jags because they'd I lost did. all their wide receivers and they still had Blake Bortles. So the fact that but, you've still got Blake Bortles at quarterback but nobody for him to throw to... Previously, they were... Is a AFC, mix for just... Previously, crash. they got to the AFC Championship game. Yeah. They they still had the same wide receivers. Did they lose anyone? They lost all the wide receivers yeah, that they, they the had from the yeah, championship games. So I mean, they were the, they were still the team that I thought were going to be able to achieve something last season. I mean, they tanked badly. I mean, they looked terrible. I do agree with you on on the fact that with that defense that was still playing at a pretty high level, they should have been doing better. But the fact that they had absolutely no wide receiver game at all and a running back that played half a season. <laughs> yeah, in maybe in between suspensions and, injuries. Yeah, and came, injuries, came back, got angry, and punched someone, and got suspended again. For me, the Jags feel like another team that are in, in danger of missing their window. Yep. So I think they've they've got a lot of good parts, but unless they upgrade at quarterback, and probably, they will, they will. Yeah, yeah, I know they will, but I mean, with the right with the right one as well. Well, it, it's going to be your back up, be so, Foles, you right? know, you, I mean, I'm right. In is he it the right one? It, de- it depends what pieces you put in around him. Hundred mm. percent. And also, you can't just move him in like you saw with Kirk Cousins. You can't just stick a quarterback in there expected to all be sorted. No, exactly. And I think also they need to like scheme for him being there as well. And I'm not convinced that they're necessarily set up to do that. The big positive today they've tied up Calais uh, Campbell, who's yes. going to be there next season as well. But isn't Calais Campbell now 36 years old? Yes, 32. but he's still very good. He feels like he's been around longer <laughs> than that. Does feel like it really that. does. Really, he's only thirty-two. Yeah, I think he's only thirty-two. Wow. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think they need to. Um, I don't know. So the Belichicks, they um, they've got they talk really loudly for a team that has got to one championship game, which <laughs> yeah. which I think is fine when you get to that championship game, but when you lose you talk more like I don't understand it really it's a bit like well, Ramsey's been a lot quieter this off season than he was last yeah which he should be frankly yeah. you know he don't get me wrong he's still one of the best guys in the league but he got torched a few times this season which he hadn't in previous years mm-hmm. and it's so much more obvious when you've been talking smack the week before yeah Um. so I just feel like they need to be kept in check because until they start winning games because they you know they had one year of success and they've got pieces, and they need to be better, and that quarterback is the main problem. And, and think, the weapons yeah. you mentioned, the wide receivers, they need something. I think that's part of the problem as well. So the the fact that they've regressed probably on offense this season has really put the pressure on the defense, and you've started to see those yeah, those, yeah. those gaps come a little bit more. Yeah, they're on the field more, and they got rid of yeah. you know you, you see players like Dante Fowler. They they let go of him after taking making a 
investing a second overall pick. Not second round, second overall pick from two or three seasons ago. Mm-hmm. He's playing in the Super Bowl with the Rams and, you know, caught, you know, getting sacks in the Super Bowl. Like, why are you letting these people go? What did they get for him? Third round pick, I think. <laughs> and that is the end of the AFC South. Okay, so we're going to move on now to the AFC East. Uh, we've got four minutes and we start with the team that can't stop winning Super Bowls. So we've got some extra help in. We did promise before the Super Bowl that no matter what happened, Patriot Mark would come back on the program. Uh, and he's here. So hello, Mark. Hi, guys. Hey, uh, great to be back. I bet it is. I bet it's great to be back. <laughs> Zing just finished drinking. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way. Cheers, guys. Okay, so let's start the four minutes then. So, Mark, it was an eleven and five season for you. Uh, last year was thirteen and three, but um, despite the regular season not going quite as well, the postseason went the right way this time, as far as you're concerned. So, can you give us a quick summary of, of how, where you think it went right and wrong for the Patriots over the regular season? Well, regular season, um, it was fits and starts. To be honest, I mean, offensively, we there wasn't consistency. Um, I said this before the Super Bowl. I was actually not expecting this to be a Super Bowl year. I didn't think overall we were a consistent side, and yet they somehow managed to put it together for the playoffs. I mean, down the stretch, the defense really came to defense rather. We're in England. Um, the defense <laughs> came together, um, really kind of became a solid unit, um, and that really, um, I, I think, was the key. That and switching to the ground attack and just really um, time-consuming drives and wearing out defenses. Um, I do. I, I do th- I do think though I mean since it'd be interesting to see what happens in the off season um, we're, we're looking at quite a lot of free agency uh, free agency we're looking at people potentially retiring you're looking at um, possibly Gronk going um, uh, bad noise on well he, he he's, his contract he, he might be our franchise tag the McCourtney's are possibly going so it's going to be an interesting off season for sure Trey Flowers as well is another one that's coming up. Uh, Goskowski, yes. Cordell Patterson. Um, it's not looking likely you're going to keep hold of Trey Flowers, you, you, but you are a team that just has next man up mentality, isn't it? So, are you really that bothered if you lose someone like Trey Flowers? Well, despite how good he is. It's not, well, it, it's difficult because we've said this. Sort of, I mean, I remember when Chandler Jones left, and before that it was our uh, Collins who went to Cleveland. So you always kind of think there's this player. Oh my goodness, you've let him go, but they do seem to find someone else I mean historically the Patriots aren't the top players you know I think the mantra is you let someone go a year too early and a year too late and they do seem to be fairly consistent with that so yeah it'd be a shame to see our flowers go but yeah, I would imagine that you know there'll be, there'll be someone in the wings who you know to, to take his place mm, mm. I think the, the, you mentioned there about Van Noy potentially being franchise tagged um I don't see him as one of those guys that... that d- he's a great player, don't get me wrong, and within that system, he's fantastic. But I don't see him as someone who deserves that average of the top five salaries within the league. Do you really think that's a, an option for them to franchise Van Noy? Well, is, is he top five? Possibly not. Um, but as you say, you, you can't keep everybody. And I guess, you, I mean, you, at some point, you've got to use the tag to keep someone you don't want to lose, even if you don't necessarily want to pay them. And the... Um, Oh, sorry. The the other thing I was going to ask was around Odell Beckham. There's been a lot of rumours this week and speculation that you guys were really pushing to, to make a trade for him over, over the off-season. Um, what, what were your thoughts when you heard about that? Uh, I, I've, got to, I've only really heard rumours. I didn't realise it was getting some substance. Um, 
that strike was a bit surprising given the kind of if you like the Patriot way and you know um, basically you either turn on or you're out I mean I'd imagine he would need to be someone who'd kind of need to adjust his his approach maybe I mean he's, he's obviously he's a fantastic player but it, it's where it's whether he could be part part of that team and you know and if, if we had to run the ball to, to win the games whether he'd be happy with that so um, yeah, that'll be interesting you do have a history of picking up wide receivers with an attitude I mean Randy Moss Josh Gordon this season, you know, it's not it's not beyond Belichick's capabilities that he doesn't mind bringing those guys in, even if just on the one year to see how they get on and then make a decision on them. The more I'm hearing it, I'm I'm disappointed they didn't get OBJ because actually he does he just he reminds me of Randy Moss, and I think actually I'd have been it probably made you guys a bit you know, as much as these guys don't like it, I quite enjoy it, but would have made you at least a bit more exciting for the casual casual viewer. <laughs> How could you be more exciting? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, the four minutes is up, Mark. So um, I know it just just flew by. Now we, I, I did say that um, one of the uh, the perks of you coming on for this uh, this crowing session that you could also talk about one other AFC team. So I get I'm going to give you a minute's floor if you want to uh, to rant about a certain team if you want to. Does that, does that sound all right? You, you've done two divisions, haven't you? So. We we for you, mate. We can go back and we can we can talk about one other team. So, which one would you like to talk about? Well, uh, not, not so much a rant. I think I, I think that, I mean it, it may not be a particularly inspired um, left field pick, but I think the team to watch next year is going to be the Cleveland Browns. Absolutely. I am. Really um, I, um, I, I think I think we'll actually see what a genius um, Hugh Jackson was. In that he managed to get all those top picks and yet suppress that talent long enough to get loads of them in the same team. It's a shame he really, shame he really was fruition of it. You uh, think no, j- 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 joking aside, they're, they're loaded. They really are. They've, they, they've got a, they've got a great quarterback. They've, the defense is you know coming into form. Good running game. I I, I mean I I think no disrespect to the Steelers, but I think it's fair to say the Steelers are in a little bit of inner turmoil. Um, I, I think the, the Browns next year could be could be the surprise package and maybe even take that division. This is the first I've heard of inner turmoil in the Steelers organisation, Mark. So I think you might have broken that news. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah. I mean, I, I suppose. I mean, if I, I, I suppose the other team would be, would be Kansas City. I mean, that, that, I guess that's a bit too obvious to pick out. I mean, they're going to be they're going to be scary next year. But I, I just I just have a, I just have a feeling. If, if the Patriots um, demise is imminent, I, I can see Cleveland being one of the teams to kind of you know, to come. And it would just be fantastic for that fan base. They just had years of rubbish. They so, have. You know, so, I mean, I, I, if, if I was being a neutral, I'd love Cleveland um, be well. Ab- absolutely. Well, Mark, it's always a pleasure to see It's horrible to see your team winning another Super Bowl and getting to six. That's something that we'll, we'll all cherish now. But, um, yeah, in the meantime, you can enjoy the off-season, I guess. You can look forward to a first-round pick this year. It's going to be interesting for you. See what you do with one. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure sure we'll get you back again soon, hopefully, you know, when, when we're into the new season. Okay, guys, uh, take care, and I hope to speak to you soon. Thanks, Mark. Take care. Cheers. Bye. So, once Belichick and Brady both go, it'll be years of wilderness, which we'll all look forward to. <laughs> 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 Alright then guys, so we've just done the New England Patriots, thanks to Patriot Mark. So let's move on now to the Miami Dolphins. Finished the season 7-9. and nine. Uh, Last year they were 6-10. and 10. 
Weird season results for the Dolphins. They beat teams like the Titans, Bears, Patriots, then lost to the Bengals, Lions, Jags. Bills away 42 17. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a bit of a topsy turvy season if you're a Dolphins fan. Also, uh, lost 41 17 to the Vikings. So, when they lost, they lost big. Weren't the Dolphins just the Dolphins, though? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it felt like a very Dolphins season. And mm. that they won a few games, they lost a few games, they Bridge. played in the NFL. <laughs> and that was pretty much it. They played in the NFL, you yeah, know. That's that's... Hill played a bit, then got injured. Then exactly, bit, and, then injured. and it just felt like every other Dolphins season for the past ten years. Yeah. But this season saw the end of Adam Gase as the head coach for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, apparently he took too many drugs. <laughs> a bit too wired. That was only when he got to New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've they've moved in Brian Flores, the linebacker coach for the uh, Patriots. Yep. Also interviewed for the Broncos job. Apparently, yes. did very well for Is that there role. anyone that didn't interview for Broncos? Well, I interviewed job. for it. Oh, yes. So did, did I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all did. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I got down to the final five. I guess it was just <laughs> Philly Sai that didn't then. <laughs> uh, well, you were busy. They weren't, they weren't interested in me. <laughs> okay. I'm uh, right in saying that Tannehill's no longer there. Am I right? Well, he, he... no, not he's still there at the moment, but they are looking to move on. That's all the uh, the articles seem to be saying that they are going to move on finally from Ryan Tannehill. Which so the only other again, quarterback you... they've got is Brock Osweiler right now. It's just the wrong season <laughs> to be doing this. You know, we there isn't a quarterback class coming through that is going to be better than what Tannehill is, as far as I can see. If he's playing, yeah, but how often do you get a full season out of him? Which is why you don't know the yeah. full state of what you've got with Ryan Tannehill. Do we know how many other free agent QBs there are this off-season yet? Because other than Foles, who obviously isn't a free agent, but is going to be out there, and Flacco, who's now gone to the Broncos. Keenum, yeah. will, Keenum will be on the open market, but you're not going to be picking him up as a starter. Brock Osweiler's coming to end of his contract, so uh, RG, will the Dolphins keep him? RG3 <laughs> as well. He was, uh, <laughs> oh, Bridgewater. Yeah, so Bridgewater. Bridgewater, Bridgewater I suppose Bridgewater Are we talking about the NFL 2014? <laughs> These names are about four years well, old. I mean, Bridgewater probably needs to get a chance somewhere eventually to see if he can be a starter. Because mm. I don't think he's really had it yet. I mean, he may just stay in, where is he, New Orleans? Saints, yeah. Um, as the backup and maybe third look, choice third choice well behind Taysom Hill oh that's not a quarterback that's a running back <laughs> special teams quarterback <laughs> dear me no but you know the, the, this is like I think I said about a couple of teams last week it's just a meh season it's just yeah there wasn't really I suppose if you're a Dolphins fan that gadget weird Stanford band play to beat the to Patriots. Call, to call it a Miami miracle just shows how yeah, rare it is. Exactly. And so. you know, they just they're just not very good and need to get better, but they are another one of those teams that could be in that Chargers hell of nine and seven, seven and nine every year. Come on King, let us know what's going on. I don't think they're as good as those Chargers teams, though. No, no, no. I'm not saying and they're. I'm not worrying. comparing them to the Chargers. I'm just saying they're in that it's part of it because they play the Jets in that and zone. The yeah, exactly. And and that's part of the problem is that yeah. they they pick up wins against the really bad teams. Yeah, and always against the Patriots. It's um, it, it's it's similar to the to the Titans, just as a sign off. Your standout player cannot be a 36 year old defensive end. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's that exactly. contract again? So. <laughs> it made the buzzer. <laughs> They're just gay sharks. <laughs> sharks. Right. So let's go. Let's go on to, to all dolphins. 
Um, let's go on to the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, 6-10 and ten last year. They were 9-7. and seven. They finished second last year and got the wild card game. Uh, then, of course, lost to the Jags in that wild card game. But, you know, either way. With the Vikings, a 27-6 game. Other than that, the only wins on sides like the Jags, Lions, Jets. There was a last-second field goal win against the Titans. But, um, yeah, not a, well, a, a lower season in production for the Bills. No, they're helped. They're helped by the home field advantage because, again, they also have the luxury of playing against the Dolphins, exactly, <laughs> and the Jets in Orchard Park. It's yeah. the same for all of those. They're just toss-up games, but it's they're the one team in that division that's got a legit home field advantage. Yeah, um, it's chuffing freezing. Yeah, there. it's really hard to go to Miami <laughs> and play football. It's tough to get motivated down there, mm. you know. And, and the same in New York, but like actually going up to Buffalo and you're playing, you know, especially for teams like Miami. Where they've got to go up there in freezing temperatures. Their run games, their run game's great. McCoy's fantastic, and he looks ageless. I think I think that's the thing, uh, and I don't know the stats behind this, but to me, they they didn't stick to the run enough. Certainly not enough with McCoy. I know he picked up a couple of injuries throughout the season as well, but there were multiple games though where they had 120 rushing yards, for example, yeah. and Josh Allen had 119 of them, and it was yeah. just him <laughs> rushing. And it, it just seemed every game it was Buffalo's rushing yards is X and 95% of it is Josh Allen. Mm. Um, he he looks very mobile and very good, but they haven't, unlike Baltimore, they don't have the offensive line to be able to create holes for him. What do we think of Josh Allen as a quarterback? I like him. I, I think he's entertaining. I don't want him, but I want to watch him. I think he's very entertaining to watch. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm throwing stones in glass yeah, houses. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've had Trevor Simeon, Case Keenan, oh, Brock Osweiler, Paxton Lynch. Hang on, we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. <laughs> You're jumping ahead. I know. Sorry, but um, Josh Go. Allen. I, for me, I don't. I I don't know what he is. Well, I'm not a thrower. I don't know if he's a running quarterback. He's a I don't know if he's a throwing quarterback. I just, I I just don't know what he is, and I guess until they get a few pieces around him. No one's really actually going to be able to tell. This is the worry you get when you pick someone out of a, a lower school that hasn't got a lot of tape on him, and you're expecting him to come in and be the franchise quarterback year one. He he had no chance of sitting behind someone really, and because uh, they took away Tyrod yeah. and um, and who's he throwing at? Yeah, is he, yeah. Who's he throwing at? They 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 might have a worse receiving core. <laughs> they, might the it, it, they might have the worst. They might have the worst. Probably is. It's, and you look at Robert Woods, what he's doing, and you're like, yeah. Hell, what? Sammy Watkins <laughs> as well. Yeah, they let him go, didn't they? It's, um, and, and Charles Clay's been released this week um, after a, a bad season. Um, mm. he, was, he was picking up 12 million, I think, a year. Mm. So they've they've cut that. Nice work if you yeah, can I get feel, it. I feel for the guy, actually, um, Alan. Because mm. I think he, he wasn't ready um, to, to go in there. Um, like, schematically, he, he, he doesn't understand it. He no. can't call plays at the line of scrimmage, no. and he's relying on his athletic ability, which you know he does have. He's he's a brilliant athlete for his size, and he's got a cannon for an arm. But mm. I want to see him. I want. I, I can't make an assessment on him until I've seen him with a decent team around him and, and a playbook built around his skill set. I'm also I, not convinced by Sean McDermott as the head coach. No. I mean, he's made mistakes before, and I don't think it's this kind of situation where they stick a rookie quarterback. And expect him to put his arm around him. He doesn't seem like that kind of coach. No, I'd, I I want to see if he's firing balls in like Cam Newton, or if he's got a bit of touch. Like, well, not That's like it. Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> and we're down 
to one more division, boys, and I think you're going to like this one because we saved the the West for last. Hey. Oh my god, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was a terrible division. <laughs> Uh, but we're going to start with possibly the best team ever, ever. Uh, Chargers! <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs. Same record, are they, isn't it? Are the Jets yeah, so 12... bad that we decided to skip them? Oh, we've got... <laughs> we yes. No, 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 no. They absolutely are that bad. <laughs> so, reset. All reset. you your Jets fans. Hey, Nick. How oh, you doing? What's hilarious? Oh, He's no. going to edit this out, so no one's going to hear it. I hope they do hear it. No, no, yeah, this you needs have to be left leave in. This, you you have to leave in. What's right, on? the New York Jets. Edited. Four minutes. Sam Darnold looked all right. I thought Sam, <laughs> Sam Darnold. Anyway, that's was the Jets. <laughs> Sam Darnold was fine. They've got they you know, does this, an, yeah. a non terrible defense. That's it. They've got the second best safety in the game. Mm. Jamal Adams. Derwin James, number one. Week, uno. week one, they beat the Lions. 48 to 17. That must have been a great start for them. Then they beat the Broncos and the Colts back to back. Um, they had an away win at the Bills eight weeks later, and that was the only bright spot for them. Uh, yeah. Donald managed to play 13 games in his rookie season. Yep. And they took him Pretty out. Good. They, they sat him for a two or three, didn't they, yeah. mid season? Mm-hmm. So. He had a wrist injury, didn't he? And he was struggling to throw it. Whether he had a wrist in injury in inverted commas or not, I don't know. Yeah. You're so critical of quarterbacks with <laughs> Joe no, no, Flacco. I'm just, I'm just saying, no, no, no. I'm saying whether or not it was a genuine injury or not, I don't know. No, I think, I, I don't think it was. I think, I think, and I actually like the fact that they, they sat him down because mm. it seemed to me he wasn't disheartened at all. He came back and played relatively well after that, showed flashes, which yep. is all you can expect really from a rookie who's come in, who's played. Um, you know, not option offense in college. He's moved to the other side of the country and hardly has anyone to throw at. And like Anderson's decent, but I normally had a down year. Yeah, I agree though that sitting him was a good idea. But what struck me as quite strange is that they then put him back in because I thought they'd done that at the at a time where they'd kind of written off the season and we're going to say well, okay, yeah, had well, a break then. of two or three games and yeah. came straight back yeah, in as I well. Thought, I thought the idea was to keep him fit and fresh for ne- like next year, but. I don't mind him playing him. You, I you think don't experience the, makes a big difference. I did. mean, it, it's it's a big thing, isn't it? Going up and playing 16 games in the NFL when you only play 10, is it, in college? 11 more if that. you get to a bowl or, game. Or 8 if you're Mitchell Trubisky. Or a, <laughs> 8 if you're Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> so, you know, jumping up to 16... We're up for him. <laughs> jumping up to 16 games, it you know, it is difficult for these rookie quarterbacks. So, you know, I don't think sitting them for two or three games mid-season hurts at all. Not, you when, know? You're, not when you're in absolutely nothing. Mm. Mm. Well, the yeah. season was, was gone by that point anyway. So, But you don't know what kind of conversations I had with Sam and said, you know, do you want to have any more reps? Do you want to go back in? And he's clearly said, yeah. Um, well, I think I think they, they clearly sat him down because he, he didn't look, like as I said, he didn't look disheartened. He, can't, he still looked confident when he came back in. They yeah. obviously... Sat down together and made a conscious decision to do that. Mm. Yeah, and they 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 they've got pieces again that yeah. that the, you can see there are areas where they're getting good. Like you said, safety. They've got a couple of good young wide receivers that that should be coming into their own. Mm. Yeah. It, it, all right, Gase has gone there, so we're not quite sure how that's gonna pan out. We're but, saying they finally got rid of Todd Bowles three seasons they gave him, and it just seemed to peter out any sort of. <laughs> Yeah. Any, any sort of initial uh, movement they had on on bowls was certainly taken over, wasn't it? Over the like, second yeah, two seasons, I, I like the spine of their defense, but they, they've not got a lot around it. You know, Leonard Williams is a fantastic defensive end yeah. slash defensive tackle. Yep, he's brilliant. Um, Darren Lee flies around the field. Mm-hmm. He really shows up when you watch them play. 
and um, and Jamal Adams, as we as we sort of mentioned already. But it's other than that, you know, it's a holy team. Frankly. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And and you know, they do have work to do. But yeah. when you've got those pieces initially, mm-hmm. you know, as we've seen with the Browns over the last sort of two or three years, yeah. if you can keep building on that and keep those foundations in place, then. Yeah, before you know it, you, can, you you might have the makings of a half decent team there. Yeah, I hope that they don't bash it, bash bash his confidence because I think that someone like Matt Stafford came into the league. Sorry, it might go a little bit over. Someone like Matt Stafford came into the league with a really bad team, who I think has the potential to be a franchise quarterback, and I think isn't the same because of all the losses and and beatings he took. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you look at you look at someone like Mayfield, who's come in now as a fresh face when the team's already established, yeah. and. They didn't have the quarterback. It didn't matter. They and built all these young players. Around. It doesn't matter if defensive linemen get their feelings hurt, but actually quarterback confidence does. really does yeah. help. And the good news is they've got a third overall pick, but they don't have a second round pick at all. So they're picking third and then in the third round, the Jets. Why is that, is that sarcastic? No, no, because they're going <laughs> to need to. They're going to need to add <laughs> more to their team. It's factual. Okay, right. Let's move on then, shall we? To the AFC West and best. Well, <laughs> let's start with the Kansas City Chiefs who topped the division. 12-4. and four. Here goes the homosexual. Oh, just Jesus. four minutes of gym. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just sit here topped, and let him get on with it. Top the division with the same record as the Chargers, let's not forget. I just want to point They're that out. They're still top the division. I just want to I'm point that out. stating facts. I'm not, you know. What do you know this about the division? This is an emotion-free zone. You're a Steelers fan. Come on, <laughs> get a grip. What are you talking about? They were uh, a bit good, really, weren't they? They were pretty good. They had, obviously, the spine was there last season. When they went ten and six, again first in the division with Alex Smith there, um, but I think that all we're looking at now is a, a draft where they get some defensive players in. What is going on over there? Yeah, they definitely need defensive. What are you players. showing, King? Nothing. It's all good. It's all good. Anyway, Mahomes <laughs> talks me. Well, why should I, no? Let someone else do the Casey, talking. Casey defense definitely needs improving. Yeah, um, they showed that throughout the season. Um, when it came to the playoffs, they had that one really good game against the Colts and mm. then just crumbled and disappeared against the Patriots. Well, uh, only in the first half when they didn't score a point, but the second half they did come into their own. They did get much better. Yeah. And the fourth quarter they scored, what was it, 28 points against the Patriots? He was talking about the defense. I'm talking about the defense, Calm down, we're not, not the offense. No, I'm t- <laughs> I think they... I think what they I'm just is... saying their defense is a problem because they're having to score 31 points yeah, yeah. every single game. To, to win it mm-hmm. um, and the player they need they had last year they need yes. Peters yeah. they yeah. need a, they need a shut down cornerback who yeah alright sometimes he's yeah. going to get burnt but he's also going to get you 7 or 8 picks he does a turn season. the ball over yeah yeah can you imagine that team with Peters sorry be good wouldn't it well you never rated quite Peters nice. <laughs> or you, well, you didn't no like I did rate him I just said he's never going to be in the conversation of top guys yeah because he gets he gets torched he's not a shut down corner no. he's one of the best corners in the league but he's not. Yeah, he's not nice. He's, he's not, not shut down. Yeah, he's, he's not, not Revis. Yeah, I think he's, he's one of those guys who looks terrific when he's got someone next to him who can look after him. So, and that's what Talib does. I, I Talib think, looks after him. I think he was better at the Chiefs, frankly. But I, I don't necessarily agree with that one. But it's um, he's um, yeah, he's just not a shutdown guy. He's not. You can't leave him on one field and expect that person not to get two catches for thirteen yards. Yeah, he will get torched. Let's go back to the Chiefs. <laughs> so rather than Marcus Peters and the Rams, um. Yeah, so what we reckon then for next season? Is this going to be a hope? Well, a walk into the Super Bowl this time? 
Was this just the dry run? I don't think they year? had a walk into the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think is it going to be a walk into um, the Super Bowl? I think year? I think their division's going to be a bit tougher. Yeah. Um I think there's going to be moving around some teams, aren't they? The Chargers are going to be a lot better next season. Are with they? The, yeah, with the um, experience they've well, got. Was getting younger? No. But the team around him is getting better. The best player on defense last season, arguably in all of the league, was his rookie year. Now he's going to have an extra year on top of it, and potentially he is the game changer. He's a guy who plays cornerback and safety at the same time so but to bring him back it? to the Chiefs and linebacker, yeah. and linebacker. <laughs> we're talking about the Chiefs okay. this the Chiefs. is about the Chiefs the yeah. Chargers are going to be really good next season <laughs> yes. and they're going to compete with the Chiefs see yeah. we're talking yeah. about oh. the offensively they're fine even their backup running backs their third string running back they came in when Hunt was let go you know they've got no problems on offense at all well, they, have, they, have they appointed a new defensive coordinator yet don't know. Not yet. I'll tell you what, though, Don't Eric know. Berry really reminds me of Derwin James as well. Just slightly older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're talking about the Chiefs, see, <laughs> still, we're making comparisons. <laughs> but no, I mean, the Chiefs will be there or thereabouts mm. again next year. They're, you know, they're built in that way, but they have to improve that defence. Can Andy Reid win a Super Bowl? I, yes. I, mm, that's, that's the big magic question, isn't it? Can Andy Reid win the Super Bowl? So the Los Angeles Chargers... 12-4, and four, like the Kansas City Chiefs, actually. That, yeah. uh, see, we're talking about the... Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the Chiefs. Yeah. And as I reset the timer, thank you very much, Billy. Yeah, I'll take that uh, yeah. seconds. So, <laughs> Chargers only lost to the Chiefs, Broncos, Ravens, and Rams in the regular season. They beat the Ravens in the wildcard round before laying an egg to the Patriots. Why did they lose? <laughs> Why did they lay that egg? The Patriots. Why can't we have nice things? It was, it was just better coaching. You know, Belichick's the GOAT. But you'd coached so well against the Ravens in the, the previous week. Yeah, and I'd like to I'd like to have sent a stick to that safeties at linebacker type type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think James was physical enough to to to, to at least compete with with Gronk off the line, um, which I think could have made a difference. And just stacking the box red amongst, they're always going to go you know over the middle. So you can't really stop it because I think you know everyone's people have watched this that combination for what five years now. Yeah. Um, but just make it a little bit more difficult. Um, but yeah, I, I think the team as a whole, we've 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 got some great pieces. Um, I, I think, think. Oh, sorry. From my point of view, last season, I think the Chargers were possibly the most well-rounded team mm-hmm. out of everybody. Um, I think they had the pieces on offense, the pieces on defense, even when. Uh, Gordon's out for three or four games. You've got Eckler coming in, and you know they didn't really miss a beat, even with those injuries. So you know that that indicates that you've got a good squad of players that can all work together and and know each other's jobs. But also, you know, the drop off isn't there. There were a couple of games where they were less effective in the run game. Um, but one of the big things, if they can keep Bosa fit for an entire season, that's going to make a massive difference. But the thing with the Chargers is, if they're less effective in the run game, then they can go to Allen at wide receiver, and, and you know, they can mix it up. A few, so not last year, year before they drafted Mike Williams, um, and every time I see him, he looks, he looks as though he's going to go to that next level, and then sort of either gets injured or has a bad game or plateaus, and you kind of want to see more as a first round pickup. He just needs more consistency. You're right, but you know. You've got Tyrell Williams, who's going to be a free agent this year. He's already making some uh, <laughs> some noise that's saying he should be a number one wide receiver wherever he goes. I don't know if he's quite there. I wouldn't but... have said so, but 
Oh, you got to back yourself, I guess. You know, yeah. so I'm not too too mad about that. Obviously. Yeah, I think Mike Williams needs to be a better route runner. I think he's too easy to cover. Um, yeah. He relies too much on jump balls. And actually, if you're going to invest a top ten pick in a wide receiver, I, I frankly I expect more from you. He needs to step up. I think going forwards, the only real mm. problem you may have is Philly Riv getting old. Mm. Um, Preach. No, he's well. I mean, obviously, he's he's same age and same draft as Eli. And, and Big Ben, yeah. and Big Ben, um, you know, he hasn't so the fallen off the kids. cliff like Eli has as yet. That's got to take its toll. Certainly, towards the end of the season, you could see that the passes weren't quite getting there with the same amount of zip, and yeah, you know, the odd ball was floating away on him and stuff. So, I think you need to be mindful that if you're gonna keep this group together for, mm-hmm. you know, a three or four year period, you're going to have to bed in a new quarterback at some point. When do the Chargers start looking for that new guy, or do they already have him? I don't know who the backup is. No, they don't have him. They don't have him. Um, and probably a year after Rivers goes, frankly, is when you look for him because <laughs> we're too good as a team to get a top five, ten pick to to have. You the ain't getting one to get in this down. draft. No, yeah. and I think the the problem Rivers has is he creates his own problem, similar to Roethlisberger to some extent, where. They're both proud guys. They both are physical guys, and they both compete. So I think they put themselves in situations they don't need to. I just had one quick question. <laughs> After the buzzer. <laughs> After the buzzer, yeah. Do you not? Do you, I? I. I think there's a bit of a mentality issue with the Chargers, and I'd be worried that oh. that they've got that kind of Andy Reid about them. <laughs> you had your Super Bowl against the the Ravens, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I um. Yeah, I do think we burnt out after that game. Mm. I agree, and I yeah, I think. When we had the likes of Gates, Tomlinson, like the two best players in their position at that time, Still with got Gates, with Rivers, yeah, but not <laughs> the best player in that position. But I think that was our chance, and, and unfortunately, Rivers broke his leg um, in that playoff, and, and we lost in the championship game. And I think that since then, I do think you're right. We've always had this. There's been that monkey on a back, to quote Steve Young. Right, <clears throat> we've got two teams to go, and this is where the fun really starts, because we're on. To the Denver Broncos. Flecko. They finished six and ten this season, didn't they, Dave? Um Yeah. Brought in Vic Fangio after letting Vance Joseph go. I don't think that's the right Definitely decision. the right decision to let Fran- uh, to let Joseph go. Because um he well, who did- could have done better than that? Who would have uh, anyone who actually got the players organised? There were so many Ooh. times we would go on and you you would see commentators who would call exactly what the Broncos were going to do. And every time, teams were just scheming against us immediately and would score with the same play. And then Tony Romo was doing that to everybody. It wasn't just Romo, it was everyone. And you were getting teams who were doing repeat plays. They were doing the same play. The, the Chargers did it to us. One play to Gates made 15 yards. The next play, exactly the same thing, made another 15 yards. And it was constant. It was non-stop. The one thing, there are positives to last season. The rookie class did very well. Obviously, Lindsay was the standout. Freeman did okay. Um, Bowles actually looked better than he had done in previous years, but still not standout, especially not for a first-rounder. The injuries we had at tight end, tight end end up with Matt Lacoste finishing the season at tight end. Yeah, we had some five. Good polo shirt. He was in Friends, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. So Jesus, not it's, again. <laughs> it's that point. It's that point where there were so many injuries, and we had injuries in the secondary as well, but we just weren't good enough. 
now you have to talk about the elephant in the room, which is which is signing Joe Flacco. Yeah. The simple fact is, the simple fact is, Keenum is not the person that we th- either Elway thought he was going to be, and he's not the guy to take the take the team forward. Who, who was he supposed to be throwing the ball to, though? That's my the what like Thomas Sanders Sutton. <laughs> You know, I could just name receivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. They're good. Name some good ones. They're not good. Sanders just, is good. You said earlier in this podcast that Thomas had lost a step and he yeah. wasn't explosive. Yes, which became apparent this season. <laughs> Last yeah, season, yeah, but Keenum's only though. been there one season. <laughs> exactly. Sanders is uh, Sanders is still good as a slot receiver and a wideout. He's still very good. Mm-hmm. And Sutton can win almost any fifty-fifty ball. Look, we got one minute forty-three. Can we talk about Joe Flacco now? Okay, so we've signed a guy who is essentially the same as Case Keenum for Bolder. less money. He's, he's got, got a stronger he's arm, and not, le- not, not much less arm. money either. Well, when you when you factor in how much we're paying him, combined with how much we have to then give Keenum as well, it's, mm. it's obvious that Keenum's not working. So why not make a trade? But is Keenum not working because of the system? Mm, no, because the amount of times he would have time, and you'd see he'd have three or four seconds to throw the ball, and there's a guy wide open, and he just wouldn't complete the pass. He just for whatever reason. When we when you look at Goff, hit too much. When you look at Goff in the Super Bowl, you're thinking there's something wrong with him. We were doing that all season, <laughs> all season long. You go, what's 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 wrong with this guy? I mean, the fact when I went to watch them in Denver, there was a huge cheer when um, Kelly came out. Well, I mean, he came down just to make a classy knee. fans, isn't it? Well, it is what it is. We we were cheering for a guy who looked like he, he looked, looked very good in preseason. It was what it was. You've cheered then he got past caught the lynch before. No, then he got caught creeping in someone's back garden with his <laughs> cock in his hand, and Whoa, we let him go. That's true. Really? Yeah, it's true. Um, so now, essentially, we've got two quarterbacks who are essentially the same, and it wasn't working with Keenum. So have a go with Flacco. I'm, I, I'm just I, can I just say I'm I'm sensing some frustration here from Dave because yes. this is like a pinball machine. This segment. <laughs> Just I think he's just talking everything. enough so that yeah. we can't get any more barbs in. All right, you got twenty seconds. Go. So, assuming that Keenum goes, who, he will. who's the Broncos' backup quarterback then? Um, I can't remember his name. Is a guy we got from free agency oh, after I, he got I'd released by the Redskins. See him a fair, fair amount next season. <laughs> there is no. I, I agree. There is well, no Flacco's doubt. Not we will, durable, is he? There is no doubt we will draft a quarterback. <laughs> oh really? Hundred okay. percent. Probably Kyler Murray right now. You're not going to get Kyler Murray. Oh my god! With fifth, just, you hit the buzzer when you just said you're going to get Kyler Murray. With fifth, get out of here, man! Right, and last, but well, in this case, least last and the, best. The save the best. Still, for last. Oakland Raiders. This we are still just about minutes. Oakland. I'm not <laughs> quite sure where we're playing next year. But yeah, this year we year? were Oakland. I don't Pump, know what's going on. I don't know. Probably, probably, probably just moved to. Wembley or something. You were looking at Oracle no Park We've in looked San Francisco everywhere. at the baseball stadium. I think the, the 49ers said they didn't want to share their territory or something. When they realised so. who was actually on the other end of the phone. You know. said, oh, the Raiders. Oh, yeah, no, you're, you're not allowed. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're now speaking to the Coliseum again, which is going to be an interesting conversation, I'm guessing, for Mark Davis. Uh, you know, I don't know. We'll play somewhere. <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out at some point. You know. That's fine. We've got no problem playing in car park. <laughs> You've got a problem playing on the field, though. Got a problem playing um, on the field. Jared Cook, the most receiving uh, receiving touchdowns with six. Superb. Then Jordan Nelson with three. Lee Smith. Absolutely Lee amazing. Smith, the tight end with three. <laughs> so joint second. See, um, Jared double Cook's tight end. He's a free agent this year, isn't he? Jared Cook is a free agent. <laughs> so you're one productive receiver 
tight end. Well, we had another productive receiver that we, that we traded away. Yeah, yeah. For a so first round Murray Cooper's so. gone. Khalil Murray Mack. Cooper went. Khalil Mack went. Twelve and a half sacks for Khalil you Mack. Know. Your team got thirteen. This yeah, season, so. that's right. That's right. So we did better than Khalil Mack. Yeah, by half a sack. Yeah, your whole team. There you go. Absolutely superb. Yeah, Maurice Hurst had the most sacks with four. Yeah. <laughs> Hence why we'll be, you know, drafting a a pass rusher in a punter you, the you first round from, of the draft. Oh, we've got three first happened. round. You went, you went from you went from six and ten last year, third in the division, right? You had a minus seventy two point differential. If you say so. This year, I don't One hundred and seventy seven minus yeah. point differential. Yeah, Gruden knows what he's doing. You lost, and you lost heavily in those games. We beat the Steelers, though, didn't we? Yeah, it was a close game. And we beat the Broncos. It was a close game. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You Still beat the Broncos. Beat it, yeah, okay. You did beat us. It was, it was a turgid game. It, it doesn't matter. Utter garbage. It, 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 it doesn't, special teams on the stat sheet, and you know, in the win-loss column, it doesn't say one-star turgid or one-star superb. It just says win-loss. It does say minus 177 points in the stats column. <laughs> so? Can I just say... It's a it's, I, it's a blow it up and start again. Yeah, I, I've, I, I've been saying all season long that you know the whole the whole deal with Gruden is ten years, the move to Vegas. You know that's what it's all being geared up to. If we completely tank now, then that's you know that's what's going to happen. Okay, okay, no more filibustering, King. You filibustering. It was you that was going on. <laughs> Just stating facts. You've got a million people going to free agency as well. Yep. I mean, it's it's called rebuilding. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I I think it's the right. If if you want to go in there and rebuild, I think you go in there and rebuild, and you can't argue that Gruden's done that. Exactly. I think you can you can harp on about Mac, and I think you know he he is he was fantastic with you, and he's been he's been fantastic with the Bears this season. Absolutely. But you got two first round picks for him. Yep. Okay, so actually, from 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 that perspective, I think that you can say that you got as long as you hit on them. It's well, that's a, the thing, isn't it? It's not you, a problem. I know we, that's a hypothetical. But this is this is why we can't be mad at the moment no, no, because we don't know what we're going to pick up with those picks. No, if two years down the line, three years down the line, those picks are not panning out. Yeah, then yes, you yeah. know, it's it's going to happen. Yeah, but well, what you want is you want moment, to be the. The Browns, what the Browns are looking like now, rather than what the Lions have looked like for the last ten years. Exactly, and, and that's, that's, see, Jim's but, taking so much time. But Gruden's blaming. Gruden me. knows that, and he's yeah, only, no, no. And, Gruden and knows what that. he's doing. I, you know, I think it's Mike, an exciting time to I be a Raiders fan. I think now. our best signing this season has been Mike Mayock. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Colton Miller. Anyway, you've, you've gone over the time now. All right, so that is it. That is it. We're going to be strict on this stuff. All right, we're we're going long. So, as it is. so we're not getting an extra minute. What for? I don't know. Because <laughs> you, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, not even on one of our teams. Go on, but that was the AFC. That was the AFC, and it Jesus. took a lot longer than the NFC. We should have had five minutes on each one of them, really. I told you. Some of them didn't need five minutes. Some of them didn't need four minutes. A lot of them needed more than five, though. This is true. Um, okay, so yeah, that was the AFC review show. Uh, obviously, next week we'll have something else to talk about. Um, I don't know what at the moment, but uh, we will definitely find something to talk about. Obviously, it's getting you know into that stage where we should be talking about some draft prospects. I'm guessing, or maybe draft needs. That might be another one interesting for all 32 teams. We need one minimum in every position. <laughs> <laughs> you need 56 free agent signings. No, I don't need 56 free agent signings. I've got a quarterback. 
for now. Well, till he goes to Miami. Hang on, we're doing this extra minute now, aren't we? But there's no way Derek Carr's sticking around. There's no <laughs> way he's half going. a chance. No way he's going. Not this season. <laughs> they might uh, get rid of him next season with we'll that see. draft of quarterbacks, but not yeah, this year. It's not this year. Um, so yeah if you uh, liked what you heard there guys make sure you're liking and subscribing and um, telling your friends about it because that's the only way we get any bigger until next week though I've been Jim that's been Denver Dave that's been The King that's been Philly Side that's been Punk Radio thank you so much for listening (laughs) 